And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it somehow, somehow, some way. We have made it to the end of October, which means it's finally. Finally, the end of the Major League 2021 season. We know who's in the World Series, and me and my co-host Ryan Horvat were completely wrong because we went right down with the ship, completely believing that the Los Angeles Dodgers were not only going to make it to the World Series, but we're going to win the World Series in handed fashion, and it didn't happen. And what are we looking at? We're looking at a Braves-Astros World Series. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me, as always, my man, Ryan Horvat. Ryan how the hell did we get here? That's a great question. Now, with Houston, I'm kicking myself because the narrative was there this spring when I was placing my World Series future tickets, and we knew they were a good team. I should have played Houston. I knew Houston was going to be in this spot. We talked about it. I was doing local radio in Milwaukee at the time, and me and my co-hosts were like, you know what? We got to, We have to play a future on the Astros. Didn't end up doing it, man. Played. I feel like I went with the White Sox. I went with the Dodgers. And then I went down swinging with the Brewers as well. But even Saturday night, like you said, or this weekend, kept telling myself, just stay away from the Dodgers, man. They're cooked. But they were showing some fight, and I went down swinging with them. Uh, No pun intended. Literally went down with them, threw a couple hundred dollars. And uh, the Braves got it done, man. And I still can't believe we're talking about the Atlanta Braves in the World Series. Now, if this was a healthy Atlanta Braves team we're talking about five months ago, I could see this being the case, but everything they've been through, the moves that they made at the deadline, I still can't believe that the, the, the stuff that they got away with at the trade deadline, like the pieces that they added. And here we are, man, uh, as we record on Tuesday, October 26th, game one of the World Series. I can't believe we're here. I can't believe this is the matchup, but I'm excited for it. I mean, just look throughout this entire season. You know, the Atlanta Braves were below 500 all the way to August 6th. Now, keep in mind, there is one thing. There's a massive caveat that I think that a lot of us, uh, you know, in TV shows, podcasts, radio shows, all throughout the country, journalists even, I think everybody's kind of forgetting one thing. The second half of the season for the Atlanta Braves was a polar opposite of the first half. So, yes, they had 88 wins, not a a season to really scoff at, but that first half of the season was a complete dumpster fire. They were in the cellar of the NL East. They make some moves in the trade deadline. They absolutely retool their outfield in extraordinary fashion. I think you and I have already discussed it. Adam Duvall, uh, you know, even even someone like Stephen Vogt, I know that doesn't sound like a sexy move getting him from the Arizona Diamondbacks, but Travis Darno was hurt at the time. They needed a clubhouse leader that can general that uh, that field. He was a perfect stopgap for them at the time. Uh, I just think every move they made was fantastic, not to mention Charlie Morton Jr. was pulling his weight. Uh, Max Freed came back healthy and realized he didn't need to strike everybody out anymore. This was a different ball club that second half. Adam Duvall, Jorge Soler, I mean, this was... A yeah. powerful team. And oh, by the way, it's still Jocktober, who I haven't even mentioned yet with his sweet, sweet pearls. Man, I'm I'm digging this team a lot. They got a lot of swag. They got a lot of flair. You know, Jock's interviews lately, by the way. If you have not been watching Jock Peterson give dynamite interviews, and by the way, it's not because he's trying to be funny. That's just Jock. He, he's a very, how do I put this? He's a unique individual, Jock yeah. Peterson. 
And when Jock is sitting there, the reason that he's wearing the pearls and I direct quote, because I'm a bad bitch is the single greatest line in the history of media. I'm digging this team a lot. That being said, you know, how did we get here? Great moves, a lot of instant chemistry, Um, you know, injuries on the Dodgers side, stupid injuries on the Milwaukee side. And I even said in the middle of September on Twitter, say jokingly, I'm like, oh my God, the Braves are going to go to the World Series, aren't we? And the NL East team that's going to win 85 teams is going to go to the World Series. And there was a part of me that thought it was possible. But at the end of the day, I'm like, the Dodgers exist. They'll go to the World Series. And of course, everybody wanted the Dodgers and Astros, me included. I've been saying since the beginning, it's going to be the Dodgers and the Astros. Not what I wanted. I wanted Dodgers, White Sox. But it was always going to be the Dodgers and the Astros. I thought we're getting that rematch, and we're not getting it. But you know what? If we're going to get a different team, I love it that it's this Braves. I love it that it's a great story. I love that I'm having a blast watching these guys play. Yeah, man. If you would have told me if we could get into a time machine and you tell me on June 1st that I'm going to be watching Jock Peterson hit clutch dingers in October – I would have been the happiest person on this planet. You would have told me a couple of years back that Jorge Soler would be, you know, still contributing. I'd be the happiest person on the planet. But I'm rooting for Jack Peterson because of what you said, man. And like a lot of that goofy stuff, I mean, you played the you played the sport, you played the game. It's a long season and you get bored. And if you're on a team with a bunch of dudes that you really can't stand or a bunch of guys that you're just bored with, or maybe like you're having a long year. Like, look at the Padres situation. I'm not saying that that clubhouse doesn't like each other or anything like that. But when you're struggling, it's no fun going to work every single day. But when you get hot and you're on a tear like the Braves, like you watch the dugout after somebody homers. I mean, even if they're down in the game, they're never really out in the game. I mean, it, it's hard not to be rooting for this team. And it's also hard to bet against this team just because of that chemistry. I mean, like we see this every few years where a team just gets hot. They all get along. I mean, it's like the bleach blonde hair, just like the weird stuff like that. But, I mean, if it works, it is what it is. But I'm kind of rooting for them. But, man, like with my wallet, I ran right to the window. And I'm over 3 in World Series futures. Let's see if we can make it 0-4. I just I, – I looked at the price. And at the time, I actually didn't even get the better of the number. It's minus 145 right now. I paid the minus 150 juice. And I said, it's been a nice run for the Braves, but it comes to an end. I you don't know think- what – I don't, I don't know, man. And I played the Astros, but I don't love it. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that you, you're 0-3 in your World Series picks. But here's the thing. At this point, since you're 0-3, you might as well go with your heart. Because, yeah. listen, sometimes when it comes to baseball, because baseball is an interesting sport, you know, the numbers are there. You see every manager playing them. You see Dave Roberts managing the game with the numbers in mind in a collaborative effort with the front office. And by the way, anyone that thinks that Dave Roberts just went rogue and went the numbers by himself, you guys are insane. Every manager does this with every single front office. It's a, it's games are run by committee and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, that's the direction the game is going, which is also kind of fun that we have a couple of old school managers right now in the world series in dusty Baker and Schilt. I, I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I'm sorry. Did I say Schilt? I meant, um, Snicker, sorry. Uh, Snicker and, uh, and dusty Baker. So it's yeah. just one of, it's one of those things where, you know, we see the numbers, we make, educated decisions based on what we see and also the aspects of the intangible the intangibles that we can't actually quantify but at the end of the day in october it's all about who is hot and these two teams you can't lie were the hottest in the game 
And I'm man, let's let's be real clear here. This Atlanta Braves team, I'm not giving them much. I'm kind of fading them a little bit, but I don't want to. And if you're 0 3, you might as well bet with your heart, man. And I don't yeah. think your heart's in those Astros, man. Like, I hate that I have to, I know, and I hate that I have to hate Houston. And to be honest, Maybe this is a hot take. I'm kind of just over it. Like, I'm kind of just, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I wish that there was more of a punishment, but it's over. Like, AJ Hinch was punished. Nobody else was really punished. And now I've kind of just moved on. The only reason that I say that is because it's really hard to root against Dusty Baker. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. managing for what, 24 years, man. He has over 2,000 career victories, and this might be his last chance. It's also hard to root against a guy like Brian Snicker, like you said, because he takes over this job in 2016 as the interim manager, hung on to the job, which we know how tough that's to do. But, I mean, with Dusty, it's just really hard to root against that guy. But, man, I hate Houston. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm not over it. I I try to, like, when I was doing the handicap for this series, because I really don't see a scenario, but I said the same thing with the Dodgers, where Houston doesn't win. So I try to see, like, how these two teams match up. Pretty tough to do. They haven't met since 2017. And uh, the Astros outscored the Braves in that series 38 to 13, but it didn't really matter. Like, cause I looked at that Braves lineup, Brandon Phillips, Matt Kemp, Matt, a- Matt Adams, um, not the same team, obviously. So this was a hard one to candy cap, man, but I just, I don't see Houston uh, losing the world series. I think that they're going to win it. I think the revenge tour ends with them, unfortunately uh, getting it done. You know, you mentioned that with Dusty Baker and it's something yeah. I've actually been struggling with myself. Cause yeah, I, yeah, I haven't gotten over it. I'm an ex-player. I played against the Astro. I haven't gotten over it at all. There's something about it that really still irks me. The lack of punishment still irks me. It doesn't mean these players aren't amazing. It doesn't mean I have something personal against someone like Altuve or Carlos Correa. Do yeah. I think they made a horrible mistake? Absolutely, I do think they did. Do I think they apologized for it? No. They did. That's that's the thing. It's not just the no punishment. The the apology the apologies were a joke. The, everything about it was horribly mishandled, especially yeah. on the Astros side. And I say that on a more of a moral thing. If you, you can make the argument that they handled it perfectly based on how little punishment they actually received. And I do want Dusty Baker to win a ring because Dusty Baker is arguably one of my favorite things in Major League Baseball for the past 40 years. He's just a, a mainstay in the game. And every single team that he's been with, he is a legend for. He's a legendary Dodger. Now he's a legendary giant. In my eyes, he's borderline a legendary Cub. He should have taken him to the World Series in uh, 2003 yep. if it wasn't for that calamitous finish. It's just, it's Dusty Baker. I want him to have a ring so bad. I just can't stress enough how much I don't want to see an H on it. That's the problem. I, I just want Dusty. I think Dusty should have his own ring. I think Major League Baseball should invent their own yeah, Dusty yeah. Baker ring that he should get. Because, yeah, he took the Giants to the World Series and right after taking them to the World Series, loses in 2002, goes right to the Cubs, nearly takes them to the World Series, goes over to the Reds, takes them to the playoffs, leaves, you know, gets fired after a 90-plus win season, goes over to the Nationals, takes them to the playoffs, gets fired after a 95-plus win season. Dusty Baker is arguably one of the best managers of all time. You can't deny he doesn't go to a place and they win. And the Astros were smart by hiring him because everybody loves him some Dusty. But at the end of the day, I don't like the Astros. And I do like this Braves team. And also you can make the same similar things with like Freddie Freeman, who's been with them from the get-go and has never seen a World Series. So listen, there's a lot of good stories in here. But at the end of the day, the story everyone's going to focus on, including probably you and me, is we hate the Astros, man. And, th- and that's why this ends up working out, right? And this is why I feel like people are going to get 
interested in this World Series, even if it's not like the sexiest matchup on paper, because you're not getting the Dodgers and the Astros, but you're getting the ultimate underdog because that's what the Braves have become. And, and I'm sure they'll highlight, you know, the injuries and what they went through all season long. Uh, you know, Joe Buck will probably do a very good job. The broadcast will do a very good job. Oh, and by the way, they have one of the top players in all of baseball who, man, I was kind of hoping he could do like the Kyle Schwarber, th- Kyle Schwarber thing, the Ronald Lacuna could, where he could just come back and maybe DH in the series. I don't think that's going to be a possibility. Yeah. That'd be super sweet. Um, but I mean, I feel like this is a series people will be able to get into because you have, I was hoping that the Braves would be more than just a plus 120 underdog because then I definitely would play them. Like if we were getting two to one still in this scenario, because I do think they have the pitching advantage, they may have the pitching advantage with McCullers out for the postseason, then I probably would play them. But um, still, I feel like everybody's going to be rooting for the Braves. And you had to bring up the uh, Cubs collapse against the Marlins, of course. And, you know, man, like Dusty deserved it that year. He was so good that year all season long. And everybody will always blame Steve Bartman, except for me. I blame one person and only one person for that collapse, Alex Gonzalez. That's a fair – it's a fair argument to make. Uh, I think Bart uh, – poor, poor – poor, is it Bartman or Bartlett? Steve Bartman. I mean, Steve he didn't help, don't get me wrong, man, but Alex Gonzalez booting that – uh, Listen, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to be that guy to bring this up to you, but I do know Moises Salou pretty well. And I have yeah. had a couple of cocktails with Moises Salou discussing. <laughs> and only question I asked him, I only asked him one question. What did he say about that? Okay, yeah. That's he, he does not hold, like when I spoke to him about it, he kind of smiled and looked down. And I all I asked him was this, would you have caught the ball? What And say? he just he just put his head down and just looked up and was like, I would have caught it. Yeah, you would have caught that. I'd have caught it. But he's uh, like, but, but he did look up and he said, but, you know, there was a couple of ground balls that happened afterwards. It's just, that's baseball, man. And you know, I'm like, and I just looked at Moises. I'm like, I love you. I love you. Thank you for telling me that. He's like, I'd have caught it, but that's not why we lost. I'm like, no, okay. I mean, yeah, it sucked. And they, and I mean, he would have caught it game over, but exactly. Alex Gonzalez. And you know what sucks, man? That was like my favorite I mean, the 2016 team for the Cubs became my favorite baseball team of all time, obviously. Not only because they won the World Series, but because they did it and they were so young and they were all like our guys. You know what I mean? Like Chris Bryant actually panned out. Javi, um, you know, all those dudes. Rizzo, who they found. But, oh, man. You had a similar group then. You had like Ryan Terrio and... Well, I, I was a huge Mark Pryor fan. Mark Pryor. Mark Pryor now. And I mean, he had that one year. Kerry Wood. Carlos Zambrano, I love that team, man. Derek Lee, Ramos Ramirez, they deserved yeah. a ring. Anyway. You know, it's funny you say that because this whole 2003 season that you're actually talking about right now with the Cubs has some parallels to today, and here's why. There's a lot of people in the press that are saying, oh, this game is the night, this series is the nightmare scenario for Major League Baseball. No, it's not. This, yeah, is, no. this is definitely not a nightmare scenario. This is a great scenario. I will say 2003 was a nightmare scenario because here's why. In 2003, you had the ALCS and the NLCS, and you had the Cubs and the Red Sox, the two most cursed teams in all of the history of sports that were both five outs away from making it to the World Series on the same day and both blew it. And then the Cubs really blew it the next day. And then next thing you know, we got a Marlins-Yankees World Series, not exactly the cursed Cubs-Red Sox World Series we thought we were going to get. So to compare that to this is kind of insane because this is a series I still very much want to watch. Oh, absolutely, man. And I'll always hate the Marlins, to be honest with you, Cody. Like, they're not a cute, fun story for me, man. They have two World Series. So if you're a, <laughs> if you're one of the 14 Marlins fans out there, 
you've witnessed two World Series, one more than I have. Um, you haven't been through the pain. And every year they win the World Series, which has only been twice, of course. They just blow it up the next year. They don't even like it's just it's just it's it's very unfortunate. You gotta but, hand it to them for being consistent. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But yeah, well, I mean, um, I'm I'm looking anyway. Back to well, good good thoughts. Go ask. Well, I let's guess. get let's get to good thoughts right now because as we're recording Tuesday morning, game one is tonight, Tuesday evening. Let's talk about Tuesday evening's game, and then we'll get to our futures picks and hopefully our picks for. Uh, MVP. I'm looking really forward to discussing this with you, but first things first, game one taking place tonight, Tuesday evening. We got Charlie Morton Jr. on the mound on the road, plus 122. I've seen it as high at, at, at some spots. Where, where, what are you seeing it mostly? I've seen it right now. We're looking at plus 115 on your BetMGM app. Not yeah. to mention you got minus 135 for the Atlanta Braves at home who are rolling out Valdez, who is no slouch himself. Here's the thing. I have my thoughts on this series, but this game is yeah. what my focus on is right now. I'm kind of stuck on the over under and here's why it's at a very it's at that Goldilocks zone. I just don't know if I can say over or under eight and a half yet. Not yet. I need a little more time to think about it. But right now I'm looking at this game. Charlie Morton Jr. is an ex Astro. Yeah, that park. He knows those fans. He won a World Series there in 2017. Valdez is no slouch. Now I have my thoughts on this series, but this game. I'm fading the Astros. I'm actually going to go on the money line with plus money on the BetMGM app as we speak. I think that game one, Tuesday evening, plus 115 Atlanta Braves, I like it. I'm going to take it. And that's what I think. And honestly, that's my opinion. I think Charlie Morton Jr. is going to come out swinging tonight. I think I think Valdez is going to be a little hot early. Might give up a couple runs early. I think we'll get a little more of a flat line from Charlie Morton Jr. for those first four, first five. And then after that, it's going to become a bullpen game. And I do think the Braves will edge out the Astros in game one. Yep. And you know what? That right there is the reason that I almost, just almost held off on playing the Astros in this series. Because if they go down 1-0 in the series, I don't know that you're getting plus money since they started at minus 150. Some money came in on the Braves. They went down only to minus 145. It might be down to minus 110 or close to like, you know, a pick. Uh, who wins the series if they do go down 1-0? But, man, that's kind of why I wanted to hold off to get a better price. The only thing that scares me is just the momentum. I mean, both teams are obviously playing the best baseball in the world right now. They're in the World Series, right? But the Astros at home, they take three straight against Boston, and they're averaging nearly eight runs, seven runs in the last three games. Um, And that includes that 5-0 shutout win on Friday night. Jeez, man, that was Friday. I feel like that was like three weeks ago. I've been waiting for this series. Um, So that's the only reason that I'm just staying away tonight because I did play the Astros to win the series. The total, man, I was actually surprised to see it juice to the under right now while we're recording around 1 p.m., minus 115. I can't take an under in this series, man. I can't, not with these lineups. Like, you know what I mean? I have to play, and I was almost going to look at the Braves' uh, run total, but I was going to play the over, eight and a half. It's It's either the over or a pass. As of right now, I haven't played it. But like I just got done saying, the Astros themselves as a team averaging seven runs the last three games. Yeah. They're on fire right now. And we've seen it with the Braves. Like the, the Braves, I could see the Braves scoring five, six runs in this game themselves. I don't care who the pitching matchup is because we've seen it all postseason long with the short leashes on the starters. If you get to the bullpen in the fourth, fifth, 
I think some runs will be scored uh, tonight as we're recording here. All series long, really. I'll probably be playing overs. Here's the thing. I, I'm inclined to think the opposite, but only because Charlie Morton Jr. is on the mound. That's really the only reason. Okay. On, the other, on the other side, you got Valdez can easily give up that many runs, or he can go out there and pitch a gem. It's just going to be one of those weird things. I, I the, the games have been so crazy to me. Like we've watched some Dodger games, one nothing. I, I we watched some Astros games, low scored. So just it seems as though the run scoring, even though high, and the ERAs spiking this October, I, I just am not ready yet to say the over in there. But I, if I am going to play the lines, I'm always going to play the overs throughout this entire series. These two pow- lineups are just too damn powerful. Yeah, and I mean, it, it is tough to play an over with Charlie Morton on the mound. Even on the road, he's been solid all season long. On the road this year, he's 8-3 and three with a 306 ERA. The hell of a like, I mean, obviously he knows Houston pretty well, so um, I'm with you. What a season, 216 strikeouts. I didn't realize, I thought Charlie Morton was like 31, 32 years old. Man, wow. Nope, 37 years, years old. I actually Eight. can't believe that. Dude, he's right up there with the Scherzers, with the Wainwrights. It's amazing how time flies. I, I didn't realize that until recently, too. Especially right now. Like, we, man, five years ago is when my team won the World Series. Like, that Astros World Series feels like it just happened. And I felt like Charlie Morton was like 32, 33 years old. Anyway, yeah. So, probably staying away from the total, playing the Astros. Let me ask you one question. Here's the one thing that does concern me about the Astros in this series offensively, they're going to be fine. Yes. Pitching. Obviously, I wish Justin Verlander was healthy. You could have said that all season long. I list, I wish Lance McCullers was available in this series, but he's not. Can I trust Zach Granke right now? Like He doesn't look right. I, I don't. I don't trust most of their pitching, even though their pitching is really hold, held up so far. Saying, like, is Atlanta the play here in this series? Does Houston have the pitching? See, I think Atlanta I has the advantage. I think Atlanta has the pitching. And, you know, we always talk about, you know, we, you and I have discussed on this show right here at BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. By the way, like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. Um, you and I have actually discussed this multiple times about every team's three-headed monster. Yeah. And, you know, the reason why we bring up the phrase and that old classic phrase, three-headed monster, is because when you get to October – that's what your bull, That's what your staff is. It's a three-man staff. Everyone gets away from their five-man rotation. You got your three men. The Braves got a three-headed monster. Right. The Astros don't right now. And the Astros are going to have to lean on their bullpen a lot more than the Braves do. Um, Pitching-wise, I think the Braves don't just kind of have a little advantage. I think they have a, quite the advantage. Offense, I'm going to go with the exact opposite. And that's not saying anything bad about Atlanta's offense. It's just Houston's offense is that good. Um, I do have a question for you, though. What is something yeah. you're going to be looking for throughout this series? Like mid-game, in-game betting. Um, one thing that I'm going to definitely be looking for, and it is playing off that Astros comment I just made, if the Astros go down early in the game, I really think you should take a look at those uh, the numbers for them on the money line mid-game because that's a team that can easily come back at any given second. The only time I'm going to hold off on it is when Morton's on the mound or when Freed's on the mound. Other than that, I don't care who's on the mound. If the Astros fall down behind, I'm immediately picking them up on the money line. Man, it's funny that you say that because I was going to um, go the same route, but I was going to go with the Atlanta Braves. I was going to mm. look to play the Braves in a couple of these spots if they go down because they're just never out of games. You know, if they get a runner on, that's probably when I'll look to play them live. One thing I will not be playing, strikeout props. Done with strikeout no. props. Won't even look because... 
They always tease me, man, but I'm staying away the remainder of the postseason. I don't know how long anybody's going in this series. I don't trust anybody against either offense. So I'll be looking to play the Braves, but I'm with you on Houston. That's what I like about both of these teams, though. And that's what I love about our show, BetMGM Tonight, is you know we'll be live during these games, and you can find good value. I mean, like we've seen that throughout the postseason. I was kicking myself a couple nights ago. It was when the Dodgers were down 3 nothing in that game, the, the video that went viral, and Bellinger goes up to the plate. There's two on in a three nothing game, and at the time, I want to say the Dodgers were like rotating between plus seven hundred and plus eight hundred at the time. You know what ends up happening? They end up winning that game before they lose in the series. Man, like toss a quick, quick hundred bucks on that. I could have walked away with a hundred, eight hundred, you know, seven hundred bucks. And you had uh, Cody Bellinger, a former MVP, at the plate with two on in a big spot. And it's baseball, man. Like crazy stuff happens, especially with these two offenses. So I'll, that's what I like about both of these teams. I'll be looking to play both of them live certain opportunities you know pitching matchups you'll have to pick and choose usually when we get to the bullpen and uh yeah that's that's probably the way that i'll be going anything that you like are you doing any like props i haven't played any props like i usually play a world series mvp this year i am stumped where to go i was gonna mess around and take a look at a jock peterson number maybe i haven't played anything all i've played is just the astros to uh to win the world series but that's it so far for me man. well that particular prop absolutely that i i would you consider that more of a prop or a futures bet i guess a future yeah yeah i mean i mean i i guess kind of that one particular one kind of fits in both a little bit considering it's a series and all that listen I, there's a couple in there for mvp for this series that i really like and there's a couple that i'm a little surprised on the price of now here's the thing before we get to the actual uh mvp let's talk about the other futures and who we think is going to win and in how many games and here's why because i really wanted to make a caveat on my mvp choices here's what i got because i have three mvp candidates who i think are really phenomenal candidates but first who do you think is going to win and how many games who do i think is going to win and how many games i'm going to go astros in six exactly the number i have i have the astros in six it's not what i want i want the braves in seven i want the braves in seven give me the astros what's the astros in six look like though i i i I, looking at this bet mgm app i'm trying to look through it right now i don't see it in front of me but if you find it please say that number because i think astros in six is probably the correct call but that leads me to our mvp thoughts And you mentioned you haven't played anybody. I haven't yet, but there are three names on here that really stand out to me. And here's the thing. I mentioned the Astros in six. I think one guy on the Astros is arguably the best player in Major League Baseball. And he is currently sitting, I believe, 13 to one right now on your BetMGM app, which you will never see better odds on something that I think is absolutely going to happen. Carlos Correa is on fire Carlos Correa is about to sign a legendary contract Carlos Correa is gonna kill this Carlos Correa I think is gonna be your World Series MVP if the Astros win that's the caveat if the Astros win I think Carlos Correa is your World Series MVP and at 13 to 1 yeah that's at least at least worth a flyer man I like that price a lot and I'm looking at that at BetMGM still the same price that's available right now um I was going to play Jose Altuve, who, you know, obviously we've um, we've seen the videos, the don't rip my jersey off because I'm wearing the wires. <laughs> we've heard the interviews. 
but the dude's one of the better hitters in all of baseball. Plus 900. I was hoping for at least 10 to 1 on the price. Brantley's 10 to 1. Alvarez 10 to 1. If, if the Braves are going to win this World Series, I want to play the narrative that Freddie Freeman, who's the face of that franchise, is winning World Series MVP. He's plus 1,100, so I'm with you on Correa. By the way, I did find those correct series results over sure. at MPM. All right, so the Astros to win in six, plus 400. The Astros to win in seven, plus 450. The Braves sweep, 16 to one, plus 1,600. Braves to win in seven, plus 550 is the price. So all of those are available in Astros sweep plus 800 Astros in five plus 500. So the one that we were talking about Astros two win in six plus 400, you could find that price over at BetMGM. man. I'm going to end up playing so much because now I really, I need, I need an MVP. Now do you, let me ask you this. Do you find it to be cheating? I usually only want to play one MVP. Is it cheating if you play one for both teams? No, I don't think that's cheating at all. I think that's what you should do, because I already mentioned who I think on the Astros side. Let right. me tell you who I think on the Braves side. You mentioned Freeman. He's the obvious pick, obviously, right out the gate. You say the Braves win. Who do you who do you want to give the trophy to? Freddie Freeman. Who do I think they'll give the trophy to? I think I know where you're going, and I think I'm already looking at the price, and I Ladies love and gentlemen, it. Ladies and gentlemen, 16-1, Austin Riley. I am oh. really digging that, dude. The guy carried that offense against the Dodgers. Two massive hits, one of one of which a walk-off. Austin Riley at 16-1, and also there's another guy that everybody's sleeping on, and he plays a lot, and he's got a lot of power, and power plays huge in October. Adam Duvall is currently sitting at 30-1. to I want to say that again. Adam Duvall is sitting... 30 to one Adam Duvall could accidentally hit seven home runs in the series. I was looking at Charlie Morton, 20 to one. If he makes a couple starts, like let's say he goes out in game one, he's lights out and it's like a two nothing victory for the Braves comes back, shuts him down and does the same thing in a big game situation. Maybe makes another appearance 20 to one. I don't hate, but I was looking at my man, Jack Peterson, Jack. <sighs> Jack. To what a perfect ending. To Jack Tober. It would be. And Even currently though, sitting 25 to 1 is a pretty, pretty nice price. The only question is how much are they going to play him? That's my only that's thing. The only thing, right. That's exactly. my only caveat. Outside, If they play him every day, I think that 25 to 1 for Jock, because Jock, like Adam Duvall, you know, he's a streaky ball player, but when he's hot, he is as hot as it gets. And he's been pretty hot so far this October. It's Jock Tober, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the only thing. If I knew he was going to be out there every day, I like that price. It's kind of, all right, 14 to 1. It's plus 1,400. The only other thing that I would play is one of my favorite players in all of baseball. And I don't really have to hate him because he's only 24 years old. And, um, I mean, Jesus, he was, he was what, the first pick in – first round pick in, what, 2015? I love Kyle Tucker, man. 14 to yeah. 1, plus 1,400. Um, I got him in my dynasty league and fantasy baseball. I'm going to be holding on to him hopefully for the next decade. Don't hate that price with him. I could see him having a huge series as well. So yeah, that'd probably be it for me. I guess, man, I, I, I think I'm going with you. I, I think we got to go Correa. I think that's the best price that you're going to get either that or Tucker plus 1400. Yeah, you imagine Correa getting, you know, say they the Astros win on game one against Charlie Morton and Correa gets three hits right out the gate. His numbers are going to go to plus 450, and it, you're just not going to see this price again. Carlos Correa is just too, too damn good, people. And I, if you have an option to get him, you got to get him. Not only on top of that, by the way, you mentioned props. I'm not huge on props in October. 
Yeah. I just feel like game one, Freddie Freeman's going to do something special. Freddie Freeman's your guy tonight. I think he's going to do something special, man. He's been sitting right. He's been waiting his whole career to play a a world series game. I think game one and game three, Freddie Freeman's going to do something special because game one, first world series game, game three, first world series game in Atlanta. Freddie Freeman likes him some flashy lights. Well, let me take a look at some props. There's actually a boosted prop over at BetMGM that's available while we're recording. If you could get to it before game time, good on you. You got six hours as we're recording here around 140. Freddie Freeman to score two runs tonight, plus 425. Let's take a look at maybe a home run prop, though, as we uh, go into BetMGM. All you got to do is you just got to scroll over, go over to player props. The strikeout props tonight, Charlie Morton, over four and a half strikeouts. Juice no. No, thank you. <laughs> and then we go down to Freddie Freeman. Wow, Freddie Freeman to hit a homer tonight, plus 500. Five to one in game one. Uh, by the way, by the way, that that Charlie Martin comment of saying no, it has nothing to do with what we think of Charlie Morton. It has everything no. to do with this October. But on top of that, watch Charlie Morton K the first six guys of the game. Oh, now, you know. now that we said that, oh, you know it, you know it's coming, man. Um, RBI props. I like. I kind of lean RBI props over home run props. I can see that the, the home run props are much. You're getting much better value. I mean, Freddie Freeman to homer tonight plus four hundred. Uh, Bregman to homer tonight, five to one. Correa to homer in game one, five to one. El Tuve plus four twenty-five. You're getting a good price on everybody. Jock Tober, Jock Peterson plus five hundred. George Soler plus four hundred. Man, Jorge Soler just four to one. Um, but I like the RBI props. I was looking tonight. El Tuve game one over just half one RBI in the game, plus two hundred. Tucker's plus one seventy-five. Correa plus 170. I go down to your guy, Freddie Freeman, just to have an RBI in game one, plus 195. Jock Peterson plus 225. So you're getting good value. And runs are going to be scored. Like, oh, even yeah. if game, game one goes under eight and a half, there's going to be a winner. There's going to be a couple runs scored in this game. I kind of I like some of these props, man. I, I might be diving in all series long. Oh, man, you're going to be the prop master by the end of this series because, you know, it's so funny. We've had so many games that we can talk about, so many games we can bet on. Now we're down to one game a night. We got to dive into those props, and obviously you got to dive into that live betting. I I can't stress this enough. You guys need to check out BetMGM tonight with Ryan Horvath. Uh, They're going to be probably watching the World Series live and doing in-game gambling. You got to be ready to watch that because there's some great stuff that's going to be taking place tonight. I cannot wait for game one to start. I cannot wait for every Everything we just said is going to happen to absolutely happen because we're a couple of geniuses. And that's why you listen to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Ryan, where can people find you, brother? I am on uh, every single night, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, BetMGM the night on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. Love that. You can find me at Decker6 on Twitter and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Of course, like, share, and subscribe BetMGM MLB Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast, Odyssey app, uh, you name it. We're there. And of course, check out my other show for Odyssey, Big Time Baseball with me, John Heyman, and uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. That's it for us today, guys. We are going to be back to talk about the World Series again with you. But right now, enjoy your World Series Check out those live bets. Check out those props. Check out those matchups every single day. And guys, enjoy you some World Series baseball. It's been a hell of a season. Be safe out there. Enjoy your week. Beat it.